0: You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Bodju Oyemade. Pastor Bodju is the Senior Pastor of the Covenant Nation. This morning, we continue with the concept that we have been speaking about over the last few weeks. And um, the more I get into it, the more I am inclined to want to stay on this subject all right, for a few weeks to deepen it. For it is written in the scriptures that if you do not understand this concept here, there is no way you will be able to understand any other concept inside the word of God. Uh, Jesus used, or the language used in King James is, if you know not this parable, how then will you know other parables? And the concept here is that our heart is a garden or let's say a field where seeds can be planted and are being planted every single day, whether you are conscious of it or not. And we have shown that if you are not conscious of this planting, then the wrong seeds are being planted on the inside And the seeds that get planted within your heart, that field, find their way into experiences in your life. They shape the decisions that you make. They shape the opportunities that come your way. And they shape the way you will respond to events that happen around you. Now, evil can come from the outside. That has nothing to do with what is coming from your own heart. Because wickedness is an independent thing that evil spirits do. But the scripture tells us, Jesus said, The prince of this world cometh unto me, but has nothing on the inside. In other words, the way you respond to it will be based on what is within you. That though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I cannot, we are not saying that that valley of the shadow of death was created by your own heart, but the way you respond to it is what is planted within. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. All right? A table has been prepared before me, and the outcome is my cup runs over. And this comes because of things that are within. So your heart is a uh, field there. And different kinds of seeds can and will be sown into your heart. And therefore God has given us the opportunity to plant powerful, extremely powerful seeds within us that will grow and become massive trees. The fruits of which will be powerful opportunities, experiences within our lives that will make it clear unto others That all things are actually possible to this individual. That there is no limit. That there is no boundary. That listen, anything can be done. And this is where we are moving into progressively here. That is, uh, scripture says, he that soweth sparingly. You know that. That you have a field and if you sow sparingly, God's word, which means? You 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 don't you do you don't pay attention. You just sow it sparingly. Then you understand you will also reap sparingly. But that if you sow abundantly, that you are going to reap abundantly. That you can choose the seeds that you sow into that field, and by that you can all right shape the events and the opportunities that will come into your life. That you are like a farmer. And the farmer knows that this is my farmland. And he knows if I plant orange seeds, I will get orange fruit. If I plant apple seeds, that's what I'm going to get. And so if you plant miraculous, powerful seeds on the inside, what will happen is it will be fulfilled in your own life that you will not know when the drought comes, that your leaf will never wither, because that is what is growing on the inside of you. So you understand it. So you make up your mind to a change in the trajectory of your life. And you decide that in the next 18 months, all right, it might take me a few months, but a time is going to come very soon that things are going to be happening. Powerful things will happen. The trajectory of my life will take a sharp upward turn and it will never diminish until either Jesus comes or I finish my work on this earth and I go to be with the Lord. That is, my path will be as a light that will shine brighter and brighter on so a perfect day. That there is a system that God has placed within us. Man has the choice. Man has the power to plant the seeds. That is, he determines. God said, I have set before you this day life and death. Choose life. Plant the seeds of life. All right? And if you choose life, choose it in an abundant measure. For Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And he that soweth abundantly shall reap abundantly. So, this abundant life is going to come as a result of the amount of powerful seeds that are placed inside this field. The choice is yours. You have the power to determine. Listen, to determine massive outcomes in your own life. God says, Here are the seeds. I have said before you, you have that. The kingdom of God doesn't start, all right, uh, doesn't come into operation because, you know, somebody goes to pray and says, God, you know, I'm asking you just to do something. The kingdom of God does not work that way. Let's understand God's system. Now, different kinds of religious seeds have been sown into people, and those religious seeds have given a misconception of God's kingdom, and that is why it is a game of chance. And people don't understand why prayer goes unanswered, and the, the mind we're going to get to, the mind has to be renewed. Alright? So seeds, I mean, what you believe is based on what you have been told. What you've been taught. The system of God is as if a man. Now, we, we, we don't do our own part, and then we try to do God's part. In other words, we try to use our wills to influence people to act towards us in certain ways. That's God's part. Your will should only be used on yourself. In terms of imposing discipline on yourself, your will must not be extended beyond the boundaries of your body. You cannot project your will on somebody else. You are to use your will on yourself to live the way God wants you to live. And then God will take care of the business on the outside. In other words, Mark four twenty six tells us, The kingdom of God is as if a man shall cast seed into the ground. So is the man. And then God takes over and he shall sleep and rise and that seed shall spring up and grow he knoweth not how. So shortly in your life, things that even you don't know how, All right, not to talk about other people will be bewildered and said, how come this is all going on in your life? That's what you should be focused on. And it starts with, the kingdom of God is as if a man will cast seed into the ground. If that man does not cast the seed, where the seed, Luke 8, 11, is the word of God. It says... Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. So the seed of the kingdom is God's word. So you want to cast that seed into your own heart. Matthew 13 and verse 31 tells us that, another parable he put forth and said unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man, not God, which a man, not God, which a man, in the same way a farmer plants orange seeds and God doesn't reverse it and bring forth orange and pineapple fruit, God is not going to reverse the seeds you have put into your heart. What he is going to do, now what God does is he ministers seeds to the sower and then he multiplies seeds that are sown. So he wants to give you seeds to plant into your land, and then he's going to multiply. That's what God does. If seeds are not sown, you should expect nothing. If you are not planting God's word into your heart, you should expect nothing. Because it says here, the kingdom of of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took, and sowed into his field. Now, so you have a field. And you are supposed to sow, all right, it into your field. And if you sow that into your field, then you are going to get, all right, a massive harvest on the outside. And so God wants to give miraculous seeds. Uh, this is what Paul taught in 1 Corinthians 3:6 and seven in the Living Bible Translation. It says, I have planted, all right? And Apollos himself talks about this, has watered it, but it is God that causes the things that are sown inside your heart to actually grow and to develop. So there's a garden on the inside of you and God and Paul said I'm planting seeds right on the inside Uh, and Apollos was watering those seeds uh, and God was causing those seeds there to begin to grow and those seeds to begin to develop. So it tells us in Proverbs 4.23 keep your heart with all diligence guard it, protect your heart all right Guard your heart, protect it, all right? For it determines the course of your life. Protect your heart. Why is it telling you to guard and keep your heart? Because out of it comes the issues in your life. That's the field where things are coming out of. That's where the experiences. That's where the decisions are coming out of. Choices that you make that determine the character that is formed on the inside. It's coming out of that place. And if you don't cultivate it, all right, wrong things will grow by by default. Or you say, well, you know, I didn't plant wrong seeds into my heart, all right? Now, if you are not consciously planting, I assure you, all right, that somebody else is planting into that land. That's what the scripture says. Uh, to get a garden, you need to cultivate it, you need to have a gardener, you need to do that. To get weeds, you just need to do nothing. Nobody goes and consciously cultivates weeds. Weeds there, thorns and all of theirs, are a product of neglect. In other words, Paul, um, Solomon said, I went by the vineyard of the slothful, which means somebody that just neglected. And so when you are not conscious of this and protecting your heart consciously and you are neglecting the heart, then the enemy can come in and begin to sow all kinds of seeds on the inside. So many things that people see in their lives is not based on what they planted, but it's simply because they didn't understand the principle And so Satan had unrestricted access and his agents were planting even people out of goodness from their heart, planted the wrong seeds on the inside. How do we know this? In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 24, it says this, and a parable he put forth unto them saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Now, but something else happened. Next verse. But while men slept, all right, which means they were not conscious, they they, 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 they were not aware, ignorance. His enemy came and sowed tears. Now, this person sowed good seed, but tears were sown among the wheat. And he went his way. And the Bible says, But when the blade was sprung up, it brought forth fruit, then appeared the tears also. So a good man planted good seed in his field, and what happened was, the good seed was coming out, and tree was coming out, but at the same time, tears also came out. So, and we don't understand this in Christianity, people want it, and sometimes we don't have to handle it. So you have a good person here, who is a good boss at work, a very good Christian, all right, a nice, all right, work, polite, encourages people. He's uh, diligent in church and all of that. So there's a good tree coming out. It gives and church support, speaks well of people. But there are tears also with that tree. In other words, everybody comes to testify how great a Christian this boss is. But the wife sits down huh. and says... Hmm. Hey, you don't know who. In fact, if they ask her, he turns more to a devil because she is partaking of the tears. Because apparently, he manages with his voice at work, but manages with his hand at home. You understand what i are saying? So he uses domestic violence and she cannot understand how you can speak well of this person and at the same time, And even the church world, we don't understand it. Which means tears can be growing with a tree. Good fruits can be coming out, but at the same time, there's tears also coming out of it. All right? Coming out with a tree that is coming out. As you can understand. Now, what happened was that while he was growing up as a child, his father, all right, had a temper problem and was involved in, all right, domestic violence. That got on the inside of him, but at the same time, his father was a good business, or a good boss and all of that. So there was a seed that was there and the tears are inside the heart, but at the same time, and, and the dilemma they were in, he said, how are we going to get the tears out? just said, look, you've got to be careful because if you are trying to pull the tears out without the timing being right, you may get this guy out of God completely while you're trying to deal with the tears. In other words, people that are not skillful in spiritual things will just come inside the church and say this useless Christian man. They came to report him to the pastor, all right? And and then the pastor said all of that. I I mean, somebody, somebody's wife, this is many years ago, so it's not somebody you know, maybe about 16 years ago, came to report this person to me. I knew what she was doing. I knew that I would damage you in this church. Once pastor knows this thing, you are finished, and she came and reported him. And I looked at it. I looked at the guy. The guy, just come and see me. I said, if I say to this guy, the marriage will be over. Because she will feel that it is, it is, it is where they know it will touch him. All right. So I had to balance it. Because if we try to pull the tears out, all right, and, and the time is not right, you will just pull the tears and the wheat out also. All right? So you have to be skillful. I mean, there was a time when somebody else again came to report. In fact, it was somebody's relative that came to report. That the husband is treating... I said, uh, let me tell you as one thing. You can't get me to do husband and wife meeting. No, Amy, I don't do. Me, oh, I don't do that meeting. Because you do that meeting, at the end, it's you that caused the problem. So you just be talking. I would say, hey. ah. So what? Because they will never tell you the whole thing. Oh, they will never... What are you saying? It's when you enter the matter, And by that time, you can't come out again. (laughs) That you will know that. So on the wedding day, you did this. You didn't say this. By that time, you have gone to talk. (laughs) And then it's your So when they say, hey, you said it. I'm a good listener. Very good listener. I will cancel you. What is the cancel? You won't hear anything like that. That you can quote me. I will refer you to counselors in church if you come and meet me. Who are better than me in counseling? Because it's not my gift. So if you have domestic politics, it's not me you used to play. I won't be inside. I mean, I've seen someone call him. I will hide behind the office. And when he's answering I will just appear. <laughs> all right. Okay? And you all want to put us in between. By the time. It will be over. Both of them will leave the church. One day you just see them testifying. We were in a church. The pastor was the one who was responsible for you. <laughs> all right. But those tears can grow at the same time there. So, what we've got to understand is powerful seeds can be sown quickly. All right. On the inside of you, very powerful seeds can be planted that will lead to powerful experiences in your life. Powerful experiences in your life. Acts chapter 14 and verse 8 tells us, you know, Paul said, I plant seeds. He says, there was a certain man in Lystra, impotent in his feet, crippled from his mother's womb, who had never walked. The same heard Paul speak, now seeds were being sown, who steadfastly beholding him, perceiving that he had faith to be made whole based on the seed. It says, Paul said, stand upright on thy feet. And the man leaped and the man walked. This was somebody who was impotent in his feet. Seeds were planted on the inside of him. And it brought this powerful experience or the opportunity for him to experience something powerful if he utilized that opportunity. And when the opportunity came, Paul saw it and Paul said, move now, and he did it and it changed there. So he crossed, all right, the boundaries. Uh, The Bible says, guard your heart, keep it. For out of it are the issues. One of the translations says boundaries of your life. In other words, how far you can go that you think you can go is based on seeds that were sown on the inside of you. That is, seeds that were planted within have created boundaries around you. This is how far you can go beyond this point. Every single person, whether you know it or not, there are boundaries in your life or except you have consciously reversed it by rigorous exercise to remove those boundaries. There are boundaries. And anytime somebody crosses the boundary, something goes off. A financial boundary will mean, let me just give you an example. If you go to a house, I say, so how much does this house cost? Thirty million. If your thirty million is within your boundary, you are okay. If they say come and pay for it, uh, three hundred and fifty-six man. What? What? For a house, three hundred and what? For please let's go. That's your boundary has been crossed. If, if they say how much is rent, three point five million within your boundary. Sixteen million. Sixteen what? For an apartment. Sixteen what? Uh, and you pay in dollars? Dollars? In Nigeria? In this place? Dollars. The boundary has been what? Crossed. There are boundaries there, whether you know it or not, that have been set by seeds that have been planted. And what you have got to do is to remove those boundaries. All right? So that to you all things are now possible. And you change the boundaries. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.